hold on. I'm going to go into my mind palace and find the word. Okay. Uh, sorry, that was that was me going in. That's the. Well, it sounds like you left a you left a few tabs open in there or something. <laughs> left the wrong. Remembering licking the juices off the floor. Yeah, you clicked into the wrong window there for a second. I think is what you did. the advisory the first and last advice show on the internet where much like uh your shitty younger sibling who doesn't know how to use cling wrap we come into your life and we try and fix it up good we're gonna straighten out get that tight tight little little pull over the bowl pull over the dish it's gonna be sealed and airtight baby we got you covered but instead of a dish it's advice and instead of cling wrap it's us <laughs> yuck in my ears dude David, that was a no, hell of an intro. A no, hell of an intro. You're supposed to like it. Loved it. Loved every fiber of it. But I've been, I'll tell you, in this intro, I've been thinking about outros, quite frankly. Uh-huh. Look. Sort of the yin to the yang. The, 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 the famous intro where you're supposed to repeat a similar thing each time to, mm-hmm. um, you know, build up that repetition or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Uh, it's a ritual thing. It's Listeners a ritual thing. Yeah, all field. of your shows start like that, and we keep fucking it up. Eventually, we'll find one. Today, we're not yeah. talking about intros. Get your intros out of here. <laughs> you were the one that brought up intros. <laughs> Shut up, past <laughs> me. Now let's talk about outros. <laughs> a fam- okay. we need we we're in need of a famous outro. Okay, famously, oh, sure. Rove, say hi to your dad for me. UID seatbelts. Jerry Springer, the final thought, plus, until next time, take care of yourself and each other. Yeah. And Who Dares Wins, very own Michael Whitney, saying at the end of Who Dares Wins, Who Dares Wins, for some reason, okay? It doesn't really track. But that was the outro, and it was a famous outro. We need an outro. The advisory, look. It looks good from afar, but you get up close and you realize things are held together with duct tape and band-aids and spit. Okay? You think you think that from afar it doesn't look like that? But I got bad eyesight. So for <laughs> me it looks pretty decent from afar. Sorry, not to not to high road you as Mr. 2020 over here. Uh, but uh that may not be. You might need to get mm. your prescription adjusted. A curse for a him. curse upon your eyes. A curse upon your eyes forever. Can't be okay? done. Perfect, perfect, perfect eyesight. They said they said I might have some of the best eyesight they've ever seen. That's what they said. And you know what? That cunt must be blind. Um, David. Shit. That would be my comeuppance, yeah. We need an outro, okay? We've got a we'll eventually tighten up the intro and we'll get an intro in that we love. But an outro, it's a tail end, it's the ass of the show. And I wanna oh. give us a tight ass, you know? <sighs> When you said ass, I knew that was what was going to happen. Yeah. And it sort of, it sort of, I saw it all in slow motion. So did I. I was like, yeah. I was like, he's going to pivot. I'm not going to have to hear that out loud in my ears. And then you said it. And then I said it. And I heard yeah. it. And I feel badly about it. Okay. Um, for me to hear that from you. For sure. With your voice box. Um, I just want to, mm. th- this is a yeah, little behind baseball. Um, just want to flag that as if I felt bad in my my in my inside okay. soul to hear that from you. Um, on this podcast, I'm making edit a note of that one. Yeah, it's my bad. Yeah, don't want to hear that again. Um, sorry, hold on. Maybe. Sorry, just so I can check the audio check levels. Yeah. 
Well, so so I know the- I know where like the the peak is, the- so I'll be able to go in there and cut it. Yeah, yeah. You could well, you could just bleep it, and then it would, and then people wouldn't know what you said, and that could be even funnier. I don't know how comedy works. Mm. I've forgotten what I said, but I know that I stand behind it with every fiber of my being. So I'm not gonna it is going to be because then people would have to listen to definitely. me say it. So for sure, I don't want to burn it. What you're saying is we need an outro. That's exact, David. You are on this. Get out of my head, silly goose. We are on the same level. That's exactly what I've been hinting at this whole time. Wow, and it was so subtle. You know, it's it's our strong connection as friends and creators. So let me pick up on the subconscious, you know, uh, juices that you were laying down on the floor in the studio. Yeah. Wow. Um, Thank you for slurping yeah. up my juices. I didn't slurp. No, no, I mo- I mopped. <laughs> Came in with a mop and I yeah. mopped it up and then I wrung it out into a bucket and I went, he wants an outro. I do and remember that because I because I thought it was any point. Because I thought it was disrespectful. I do remember that happening. I'm not licking the floor of our studio. I'm not a fucking well, real I'm friend an animal, would, but I'm not that kind of animal. A real friend would. That's all I'm saying. So Fuck. guys, I've been out, I've been, you know what? Um, I would tongue slurp a floor for you, dude. Okay. If if I don't lick up <laughs> Complete the sentence. <laughs> complete the sentence. <laughs> complete the thought. If if I lick up James's idea juice from the floor of the podcast studio, can I even call myself a friend? Thank you. Just gonna clip that so I've got that. Thank you. Perfect. I want you guys to know. I heard it in my head as a full sentence before I said the first word. Oh god. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> so we need an outro, right? An outro, yeah. Hearing? Sorry, that's yeah. yeah. So just uh, I vaguely remember it was oh. an outro we were sort of going for. Okay. What kind of vibe do we want? Is the first question I would ask. Do we want like oh, a fun vibe? Absolutely. Want... Yes. What other vibe? Sorry, kind of sorry, I cut you off there, David. I want to apologize for that. I cut you off there, mate. All right. Okay, go ahead still... and go ahead and tell me. Go ahead and tell me what the other categories were. Sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. No, I apology accepted. You are Thank still you. talking though, so it feels like... anyway. Um. So I, what apologies. I was Really, <laughs> I understand. There's a delay. There's a delay. So that's not, not even. Delay. That's not my fault. That's you not get my me fault. In real time, I get you like two seconds. I, it doesn't wait for me, not for you. So sorry. No, no. I'm not going to say anything else. I'm not going to say anything else. From now. <laughs> um, James, Silence. I was going to say, do we want it to be that? Because I, I feel like there are three categories. There's like a fun one. There's a suspenseful one. And oh. then there's like an off the wall energy. A strange guy's energy. You know, because a suspenseful oh. one could be like could be like um you know, like the ending of a fucking a fucking CSI episode where it's like next time on the advisory, we learn the right. truth about James's floor licking habits. And then people want to tune in next time. And David's Merkin collection. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's a big collection. It does warrant an entire episode. 
um a fun one it could be like a funny joke like an inside joke like you know it could be like i love you know i love silly goofy off the wall energy check i love that it's something that's maybe an inside joke that gets repeated oh yeah dudes you know um sponge in the window and seat belts those are very inside things you know yeah, so i'm I'm baseball, happy with yeah. it being like that and people go oh what does that mean and, and then they jump onto the advisory reddit and um they kind of scroll through all the misogyny and then they real and someone explains it to them yeah yeah i hate the one with the beard and the fat one annoys me too you know what i mean and it's just like i don't know Those why you guys cocks. i don't know why you guys have sought out the reddit that exists and that gets moderated voice quite strongly yeah. okay but please just send it to we me actually, in an email we moderate um the other direction so if you just, if you say something nice we get rid of it because we think we think it's we think it's disrupting the true spirit of reddit so i go in there and i ban oh, okay. those people yeah oh, oh i actually really like yeah. episode 58 i didn't banned banned positivity has no Unless you are providing unnecessary, unfounded critique, misogyny, or hate, you're out of our Reddit. It, they, it's like Gone. they didn't even read the rules, you know. So they didn't read the rules. The rules, the says, rules pretty clearly state what we want you to do in there. Hell, Rule number one is I fuck also, shit up. Rule number two is is. Uh, oh, rule number two is uh, don't be nice. We did think that we should cut through the noise and just sort of get to. Keep it simple. Keep it simple, you know? Yeah. Don't um, be I'm nice. Also seeing, yeah. I'm seeing the opportunity for an ancillary benefit of the outro. Now, James, you know oh, how in uh, yes. a horror film, in a horror film, they'll say, like, um, you know, if, if you say um, Jolly Roger three times in a the mirror, then he'll appear and he'll kill your family or whatever. I'm thinking, could we use this as an opportunity to ward off some problems for us? Oh, sorry, exclusively for us? For me, specifically, I'm thinking little David, because I don't want to fucking, I don't want to say this too loud, because he's snoozing. Oh, no. But I've heard that you can kind of, you can generate hexes against him, is what I've been told. By a, I, I, Look, I, 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 if honest, I, I, went, I, I went to a psychic, um, and I said, oh, my I, God, I, dude. I said, wow. I said, there's a little man. There's a little man in my house and he's very rude. And he says Rihanna wrong, which he which he, it's clearly right. not a bit like he just says it like that. And she said to me, well, if you if you repeat a ritualistic phrase every week, it loses his power. That's what she said to me. So I'm just saying that's an option. I'm not saying I'm, like, I'm not saying we should do it. I'm just saying that's on the table. Right. Take it off the table. I don't. Yeah, I my just life is a living hell for sure. I just don't think that like we could really adopt that sort of at the end of our show. You know, we, we get to the end and we go, all right, guys, and thank you so much for watching and listening. Hush, little David, don't say a word. Big David's going to kill you with a... Mocking word. A mocking word, he's he's dude. Rude. Very also, good. And also, yeah. What just what just happened there is you said no to something and then you talked me into it by doing it because that was awesome. Well done. Just a little sing song at the end. Like, are you kidding me? That fucking rules. <laughs> That's so good. And your beautiful angel pipes made it even better. Like, it was, oh, thank I, you it was so luxuriating. Much. Thank you so in, much. In your, no, in, you know in what? Harmonic you. You. That's all I'd like to say.
you. Feels like a cop out, but that's fine. Um. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What's something? All right. Fla- give me a word that's flavorful. It's bombastic, and it describes our show. <sighs> okay. Um. Hold on. I'm gonna go into my mind palace and find the word. Okay. Uh, sorry, that was that was me going in. That's the. Oh, it sounds like you left a you left a few tabs open in there or something. <laughs> <laughs> left the wrong I was fucking. Just licking the juices off the floor. Yeah, you clicked into the wrong window there for a second. I think is what you did. I was gonna, I was gonna say eccentric, but that's nothing. Um, We've already had that one, you know, eccentric guy to life. You know, I yeah. Remember, that's why I thought of it. I clearly went back to the well. Exorcible. Am I going to learn a word tonight? Extremely Sorry. bad or unpleasant. Fuck you, Bleach. Execrable. Sorry, just for everyone, is everyone watching? Execrable. Right, thank you. Um, extremely bad or unpleasant, okay. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, you know, well, I'm sorry, but that did... It's hard to be annoyed because he fucking... Boy, did he come in on brief. You know what I mean? It's true. On brief, now, on time, on something- budget. You said something before. <laughs> you said something before, which, which which I gravitated toward, um, and you you said entrepreneur, which got me thinking about um, you know, building things, um, you know, getting out there and getting it done, and then I was thinking like enterprise and like getting out there and making it happen. I was thinking yeah. like crusade, like we're on a crusade for comedy, um. We're on an endeavor for comedy. Um, I, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I so I feel like you sort of tripped over it on your way there. Get out there, get her done. Was uh, <laughs> one that something? you said? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get out there, get her. Do- I mean, is that, but is that is that too Australian? It feels well, say, how would you say it? Sense. How would you say it? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, get out there, and because uh, yeah, the uh bit feels like the fun part. Um, ladies and gentlemen, get out there and get it done. Would be how I would say it. Yeah, no, perfect. It's it's too much like that cable guy, comedian who's like get her done. You know that guy. So no, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, please do. Thank you. Something. A lot of nagging. Larry the cable guy. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's my bad. I only watch funny stuff. Um, <laughs> That's where you fucked right up, dude. Got him. Yeah. Um. Look. Uh, whatever. All right. We've spent far too long on this. Okay, David. Wait. It's been you're creative. Minutes. You're creative. You're digging deep into your juices. It's the end of a show. We're hyped. Sending people off into their night slash weekend, and you feel deep inside you the words. James, I've forgotten. Can we? Is it rude to use your catchphrase? It's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. Is that? Are we co-opting a James brand? Wow, dude. That's Sorry, great. that's that's patent pending. Okay, that's that's that's. <laughs> that's why I thought I thought I'd ask. Doug, there's a copyright symbol next to that every time I say it. Okay. I thought I'd ask. Dude, you're trying to make me part of the product. Here's okay. We do the fucking 
podcast the same time every week, right? I used to end it saying same bad time, same bad channel next week. What about we go and we'll be back same time next week. Sounds like a plan. Plans like a sound. I want to die now. Fuck. I'm sorry to come in and shoot that down so harshly. No, okay. will you, will you sh- no, it's, you know what? Fuck me, I guess. Thank Fuck you. Fuck me in all my ideas. Oh, every, oh, it's on me to come up with the ideas and every yeah. idea I pitch. I've, outsour- I've outsourced it. I've outsourced it to AI. Fuck so me. it's fine. It's fine. And oh, I'm, yeah, guess what? That'll, be, that'll produce a good fucking piece I'm of work. I'm not even going to say it now. Cool. I'm not even going to say it now. I'm going to say it at the end of the show. How annoying is that? That sucks. That's so upsetting. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not going to be good. <laughs> wow, okay. Because <laughs> well. I Garbo. Hot, hot take, I'm sorry. David, I'm thinking we should probably do some advice on this advice podcast. Second episode we did in. promise that. And we did promise some advice. We should probably start yeah. doing some. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give a bit of a backstory only because I think it's relevant. I've been married 14 years. Hold on. I'm trying to think which one of these I want to do first. What do you like better? I felt that in your voice. I the, felt that in your kind of hesitance. The hidden Halloween gift or the gift that keeps on giving? Um, I think, you know, James, it's the spooky season. I'm not just talking about tax time, so we should do the <laughs> Halloween one. Okay, perfect. And now I can commit. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. David, Again, I'm going to give a bit of a fucking sorry. dude. What are you doing? I'm in the zone. You know I'm method, okay? It's trying to sneak a bit in. Right. Because I know it annoys you when I do the it's the spooky season. I'm just talking about t- I know that annoys Definitely. you. Definitely. Thank you so, so much for that. Do it as I'm fully as out of the zone. I'm not gonna get the tears flowing at the right point. Uh, no, well, you need to you, you, talk, you, you need to read this one. Because yeah, well you go. What? You go, you do this one. You do this one. I have to do this one? Yeah. Fuck. And you better um, I'm sorry, but you better give it to it because I was ready to bring a powerhouse fucking one right there. But you did. You Jesus. tripped me right at, right at the end. How did I become the load-bearing fucking person on this show? Um, James, I'm going to have to give a bit of a backstory only because I think it's relevant. I've been married 14 years to an incredible guy, and we ended up with three kids. Eight years old, five years old, and three years old. We both used to be pretty athletic pre-kids and both picked up, and I have to say, quite a bit of extra weight. I had a bit of a health scare after our third kid was I took my health more seriously and dropped a good bit of weight along with feeling absolutely incredible in comparison to where I was before. I tried to take my husband on the journey with me, but he wasn't ready. He was half committed to the effort. So boom. It's, is, it, is it you, are you vibing? That's a good read. Yeah, yeah. So boom, it's Halloween. All the kids are dressed up, which was an exhausting effort in and of itself. We are heading out when I see my husband sitting in the van waiting for us to pile in. I stood there surprised. We live in one of those cookie-cutter suburbia neighborhoods where we can walk door-to-door to handle all our neighbors without being on a highway or something. I told him we could just walk instead of having to pile everyone in and out of the car, strapping in car seat belts between each house too. He was totally against it and said it would be safer this way and that it would be too much work to do all that walking, complaining about being tired from work. Meanwhile, beside him, there's a pile of candy wrappers from him snacking on a Halloween candy we were leaving in a bowl. At this point, I tell him if he's driving, he can follow behind us in the car. He throws 
yet another mini chocolate in his mouth and says, fine. So I walked the entire night in my Wonder Woman costume with Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, and Batman kids while he just watched us from the street. We got so many compliments and he wasn't part of the experience. One neighbor told me I was the real treat of the night because of my costume and it helped cheer me up a little bit. Even put a little airplane bottle of liquor in my candy bucket. Oh, this is getting... Sorry, I read that wrong. This is vindictive. <clears throat> he even put a little airplane bottle of liquor in my candy bucket. Ha. We finish up and get home. Kids are in bed and we are sorting through the candy, checking to make sure it's unopened. He sees the bottle of liquor and kind of freaks out. I told him that some guy gave it to me. What I didn't notice is that he slipped his phone number into the bucket too. Basically, all hell broke loose. I'm telling him it's not my fault. He flooded with me. And maybe if it wouldn't have happened if he was there. My husband is all upset. We didn't just ride with him and I'm just so over it. Then I tell him, basically, we don't all have to suffer because you don't want to help yourself be better. So, like, am I the asshole? Great read. Great read, Thanks. by I the way. I really put... I Thank really you, No, I felt I it. Ramp up. Yeah. I accepted yeah. my role as carrying this episode, and I just lent in. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. On account of the episode that you can roll the tape back and check. For um, sure. For sure. Yeah. Now, <laughs> this, is, this is great. So... I, I I love the maneuver from the husband of being like of like <laughs> sitting in the van, just chilling. And like she comes out and she's like, "What the fuck? We're walking like two blocks." And he's like, "Yeah, but I'm already in the van. What am I gonna get out of the van? What am I, what am I gonna leave the van?" How many people it's do you think came up to them that night and said, "I don't I don't want to terrify the shit out of you right now, but there's been a man in a van following you guys." <laughs> But like four blocks. Sandra, um, we've known your family for 10 years since you guys moved in. And I don't want to panic you. But if you calmly look over your left shoulder, you'll see a man sitting in a, in, in a van with the engine turned off and the lights off. And he has been following you all evening. We watched him follow you up the street. I, do, you, do you need help? Not, a lot, of, not a lot of great emotions. You know, no, it's very not, not a lot of respect on, for each other. Not a, I, one might say no One might say very, very little to, to you. know how in like uh, in calculus, there's that idea of like approaching infinity. This yeah. is like approaching no respect, but it's not quite there yet. Yeah. Um. And a, a lot of it is, uh, well, some of it's like kind of fucked in how it's worded. You know what I mean? But at the but, that was the energy I was I was trying to give it. Yeah. Nailed that, by the way. Maybe you coloured my perception of it because of how. How much you sort of read into sort of because of my incredible what you thought the story should be, yeah. I think um, that it is just stay home, just stay home, dude. Like, yeah, just say hey, you I'm don't need gonna... to. You don't need to fucking Joe from Yumi in the van behind our entire family for the whole evening. Go Ooh, the fuck now home. That now that you said that, as someone with Joe, uh, Joe from you energy. You might, mm. Is that his Halloween costume? Does he get away with it? He's like, um, I was actually being. Oh shit, that's genius, Joe from you, but in the van, in the famous van scene, you know. Oh, damn, can I give me a, give me literally ten seconds? I want to try something. Okay, I want to see if this changes your mind. Okay. Bam. 
Now there is um there is there are so many things. Let's just say that David could wander into his own home and he will stumble back out. I have been genuinely shocked by things that he has stumbled back into frame wearing, carrying, holding. Um that time where he got into a beach outfit. I swear to god it was like seeing a lion you know, in a suburban street, it just felt so fish out of water. It just felt like you're watching an alien try to blend into normal society. It was strange to look at. Um, and it rocked me. <sighs> okay, dude. How does that hit you? Now, if I'm sitting in a, if I'm sitting in a van and I go... Can I level with you? Can I level with you? Immediate thought, right? Was incel protester that was my no, that was my immediate sort of no that's my family trick-or-treating <laughs> i can see why you might be confused oh my god no way i can see he doesn't even he didn't even see me there he's he's fully in character that's my, fam- that's my family. Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh, does that's. This, do you feel like does this make you more um, <laughs> so, or less? So much less unsafe. <laughs> so much less unsafe. I would be. You know what? If I can't, if I saw you following someone in a van looking like that, I would have. It would have been me running down the street, alerting everyone. There's a predator. Everyone, get inside! There's a predator. There's a prowler. Yeah, but why, babe? Like, just we'll just get in the van and we'll just drive down the street. Like, I don't understand what the problem is. If he if he was dressed like that, my immediate thought is this guy's not being lazy. He's hiding from someone. (laughs) Who's he hiding from? It it really is like um. Does that make you feel more comfortable now that I've taken the hat off? Oh, David, thank you for coming back. There was a very strange man. Right, he was wearing a trench coat and a baseball cap. Very yeah, similar beard guy. shape to you. Different, not me, different yeah. guy. Um, that's my evil twin brother. Oh, what's Bart's evil twin brother name? Why can't I pull that from my memory? Wow. Hugo. <laughs> there you go. That was my wow, Hugo. Dude. Um, yeah. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Bleach's suggestion, Divad, which just sounds like a more sort of like Southern English style David. You know, they're like, Divad. That's what, that's how that reads. Divad. David, come down for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. David, get out of the van. Stop following your wee family in your van. Right. So now that you've sort of really embodied the character and you sort of really mentally got into the space of why he was doing what he was doing, what do you think someone could say to you to make you think, please, for the love of God, Dad, just fucking stay home? I would probably, this is, I would legitimately try Dad, I think the footy's on and then just like power walk out. Oh, because he's a dad. I mean, that would work. Um, I would. Just explain to him back out loud what he's doing. Right. Like I would just say it out loud and he and he would hopefully realize that he's doing like 
you'd be like, so your plan for Halloween trick-or-treating isn't just to stay inside and have a beer while we do this. What you're suggesting is that we will do trick-or-treating like normal again for like two blocks, and you were going to creep behind us in our van to watch mm. us, to get out of the car every time we stop and watch us from across the street while we trick-or-treat. That's your plan to participate in Halloween instead of going home and having a beer on the couch. Right. I like he because yes, he could, because you do risk him going, yeah, what's wrong with that? You know what I mean? And him just like not fully point, James, getting through it. At that point, I mean, you got bigger issues. I liked, <laughs> but I, a... I liked your little addition at the end there, you know, selling him on a better night. Oh, you don't want to, you yeah. don't want to follow us around all night in the van. Like a total fucking predator, weirdo, creep that's going to alert the neighborhood watch, right? We're going to get evicted by the HOA because you're out here fucking prowling. You don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Bloody kick your feet up and watch another series of Big Bang Theory or whatever the fuck and have a beer. I, a more appealing offer is always a good route in the advice space. Um, he seems like a... Again, you shouldn't watch Netflix at the moment until they fucking pay their actors, but could you suggest he watches you? Because he would feel a kinship to Joe. Maybe right. you could say, babe, I know a show perfect for you. Um, and it's called you. And he'd go for me. And you'd go, no, the show is called you. And he'd go, I know, I know it's for me. What's the show called? And you'd say, right. you. And he'd say, no, I'm aware of that. Yeah. But it's for me. What is it called? Yes. And she would say, the show is called you. And you'd be like, you what? And that's just yeah. a fun bit that you could also have with your husband. And then, and then you would stop. And then you would both laugh at the same time. And then you would both say... Boy, howdy, do we love early 2000s films such as Dude, Where Is My Car? Yeah. Dude, but Dude, Where Is My Car? You guys get it. And then so um, on and so forth. And so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, vis-a-vis Dude, Where Is My Car? Go watch the film. We're not going to... Ex- well, don't watch the film until they pay their <laughs> actors, but you get the idea. Get a VHS and or DVD. Find yourself a VHS of Dude, Where's My... Don't watch it on streaming. Go get yourself a physical copy. You're allowed to do that. And go watch that. Um, and then get back to us vis-a-vis Dude Where's My Car and so on and so forth. For sure. You'll understand that joke. Plus, plus Ashen is a piece of shit. Bleach correct. Turns out, not a chill dude. Mm. Not a chill dude. But now you do own a copy on VHS of Dude, the dude cult what's classic the deal with my car? Hit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where'd my car be at? Uh, Zoltan. That kind of stuff. For sure. Yeah. Um, uh, solved. Zorro. Solved. David, my family does a gift exchange drawing each year for Christmas. We all reach into a bowl and pull out a name on a slip of paper. That is the person for whom we are to buy a gift for the big Christmas get-together. I honestly hate this ritual as it is a bundle of stress to find something for someone you barely know. But we do it because the family always has. In 2019, I drew the 60-year-old husband of my great-aunt. I knew he and my great-aunt were very well off and really neither wanted nor needed anything. I know also that the budget we had for the gifts was $50 max, uh, and I was not going to give him anything within his taste or level at 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. He's got too rich a taste, this guy. He's not going to even spit at a $50 gift. He's well-moneyed, man. Since he did a lot of driving for his work, I found him a rather expensive set of tools to keep in his car trunk should he need them. He opened them during the party, seemed appreciative, and thanked me. Okay. Hey, that's a win. You, you Check it off the books. And you've, 
you've finessed that line nicely. You've done well. That's a win. This feels like the before, and then we're about to see the after. <laughs> this past Christmas, I saw my gift was from my great aunt. When I opened it up, I immediately recognized <sighs> the tool set I had given them three years before. Even the, even the tape I had put on it, uh, put on part of the torn label, was still there. No. I paused, broke into a big smile, and excitedly exclaimed that this was an that this was incredible. As I bought her husband a set three years ago, and I'd wanted to get a set for myself as well, but the store had told me that they were discontinued and no longer available. Weird that you were able to source one. I gushed that she must have gone to a lot of trouble to find one just like the one I gave him three years ago. Yes, I mentioned giving him a set three years ago many Mm. times. I made a big Mm. show of running over, hugging her and saying thank you. She and he just had odd smiles frozen on their faces. Yeah, because they think you're taking the piss. Because you fully are. Um. See, my great aunt has a reputation whispered behind her back of being incredibly cheap and re-gifting most of what she receives. All the relatives had just witnessed me make a big production out of this in one instance. My mum later took me aside and chastised me for what I had done as my great aunt was visibly embarrassed and had left very soon after the gift exchange. I just looked at her and innocently asked what I did that was wrong by thanking her for a gift that I really wanted. So was I out of line or... Could I have gone about this in a different way? No, you can't. Now, because you don't change perfection. But yeah, if you 100 out of 100. Try, if, now, some people would say, oh, but you, can't, you can get to 110 out of 100. It's not worth the risk because. You're a gymnast me, that just did the tuck, fold, triple backflip, landed perfectly still like a fucking robot. And you said, if, can I improve? 10's all round. No. Technically, there's a better way to do it, but you don't need to. Now, is this excellent? And did it sneak up on me that she was doing this on purpose? 100%. Was I a sucker in her sort of narrative uh, construction of the question? Where yes, I was brought into the fact? I thought she was doing it innocently, James. And you know what it turned out? She was doing it on purpose. And I, I had... It was a web of lies reaction. and deceit, David. Twas a brilliantly told tale, which I was I was engrossed in, thanks to your fantastic so, telling and her fantastic twists. And her M. Night Shyamalan-esque twist ending. She the was the devil the whole time in the elevator. Okay? Oh, yeah, that is how that felt. Yeah. He was all of them in one. He was the beach what was old. Oh, shit. I forgot about that one. Yeah, he dude. He was the alien what was bad with water. I'm just spoiling his films now. Um, he was the one who's, because they went, because the two of them, they got sent away for like the weekend to like stay with their grandma and grandpa and they're like kicking it yeah. with grandma and grandpa. They're like a bit weird or whatever. And it is until like all the way at the end of the weekend, they finally get like Wi-Fi signal and they hold up the laptop like, oh yeah, just, because the mom's like, oh, I haven't fucking talked to grandma and grandpa. You know, how are they doing? And they hold up the webcam. And they're like, they're, they're chill. They're outside. And the mom's like, that ain't your G-ma and G-pa, dude. Oh, it's Damn. like that. You know? It's exactly like that. Um, and, you know, the cool thing about that is they don't have to watch the film because you just explained it to them. Um, no, spoilers, now, spoilers, spoilers. Sorry, spoilers. Hey, don't watch it on streaming uh, until they pay their actors. Now, I, I, I do have one question in this situation. So. It's, this is one of those delicious... Now, I, not to throw shade, none of them will hear this, 
but my family in the UK, they're all like this. They're, they all have these catty, like, cloak and dagger relationships with each other. Every time my mom goes back That's to the UK. very English. Yeah. You know? Very English. I feel like cl- get getting cloak story. and dagger, being very deceptive about what you're doing. It's very regal. It's very royal. You know? It's very royal. Um, uh, Yeah. And, and she always comes back with these crazy stories of, like, the like people who are supposed to love each other trying to pull these big like ruses and try to like maneuver. Um and my mom being my mom is just like this is the it best. Happens, she just tells everyone what's happening. Um yeah. and then it suddenly the scheme is gone. However, what I would say, I, I think, you know, if if they're asking, hey, was I out of line? Should I have done it a different way? Definitely went out of line. Um oh. now you always have options as far as execution. That's something we would always say in the advisory is execution. You know, you've got a lot of tools in the in the utility yeah. belt. I there's not a lot of room for wiggle room. All I was thinking is like, could you go bigger somehow? Because this doesn't feel like it. Like you you, you want to prevent this oh, in the future yeah. forever. You're you're kind of like you're exposing them, but this isn't going to prevent them from doing it in the future because they know that no one will say anything out loud to them. For so sure. I think what you need to do is you need to escalate this to a to a point of no return for them and their Regifting cheap lame ass shit given they're wealthy i've got it i've got it i've got one for you a simple a quick it. and easy way to ramp it up i get a flash on photo of grandma's face great aunt's face as i am accepting enthusiastically the gift that she has given and you really want to mm-hmm. capture that moment right as she clocks that she knows that you know that this is a regift. You get that snap, that perfect frame in time, and you post it on Facebook. Tag all your family in it. Everybody. And, and again, continue to exclaim, you know, how much this means to me. You know, this wonderful gift, the gift that keeps on giving thank you so much. I've always wanted this exact pair of tools that I purchased for you three years ago. For but you. in my car, yeah, this is good. put that on Facebook and tag everyone in it, plus the photo simple ramp up i like the energy behind it i you know as we always say the online space is forever and will never go away i'm wondering if there isn't a more (laughs) it's gonna sound like i was gonna suggest you kill her it's gonna say a more permanent solution i don't mean murder okay Um, i was gonna suggest could you organize a family event as as a ruse de guerre as as a cover and what you want to do is you say you have an I have an announcement. You gather everyone around. Right. You purchase a projector, and you develop a slide a series of slideshows with dates and times and photographs and the receipt for the thing you bought. And then what you do is you sort of prevent present them in sequence to the entire family. Yes. And you go see this proves Auntie is a cheapskate despite the fact that they own four to five investment properties and we barely get by paycheck to paycheck. Yes. this motherfucker to me. The you know final what, you know what Poirot, the Poirotian moment where you are. I yes, know who dude. The cheapskate was. <gasps> you could pace back and forth as you give your spit. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, James. James. You. Oh my God. You could be like, now you might be thinking that the ultimate cheapskate of the family is, um, is, is, is Uncle Trevor. Yeah, you go click <laughs> Uncle Trevor and it's him like, you know, with a plate of sausages looking sad on his lap yeah. and he's like this. <laughs> You're like, but I think you'll actually find. Click, click. <laughs> it was great, can't aunt, great aunt, the whole time. That was it. It was, it was something stuck in my throat. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's the maneuver. And then, because also what you do is you, if you do that properly, you're instilling a fear of cheap skatery in the rest of your family forever. Yes. Because yeah. you can accuse them one by one and do the power reveal that it wasn't uh, Yes, David. What you're talking about is acting locally in terms of enacting cancellations upon people. Yes, cancel this is the- your great aunt, but within your family. And put the fear of God into the rest of them. The fear of about- shame. Because The fear of, pu- of public and social shame, because that's crippling to boomers. And they, they care about that stuff. And they, this is the thing, is they can never predict which next family event is the one where someone reveals they were the cheapskate. Exactly. It's a, it's a Russian roulette family <laughs> relationship. And, they could, and they could never chamber. predict the ungodly hellfire that I will rain down upon them, both socially, emotionally, and physically. I know where you live, great Uncle Jack, okay? And you're next, you cheap piece of shit. It's pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> um, it's, like, pretty powerful. I mean, you can imagine <laughs> the end of it, right? Which is, like, um, <laughs> which is... Um, <laughs> The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by inequalities of the selfish Aunt Karen and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak, the rest of you motherfuckers, through the valley of darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children and the motherfucker who knows when you regifted some shit. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger and a shameful sideshow presentation. Those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers, and you will know my name is the Lord, and I will lay my vengeance upon thee. And that's how you would crescendo. Wow. And, and, and are you you're trying to tell me you're going to come back from that dude. in your family standing? And you know how much boomers love Jesus, dude. It's all that Lord they, shit in there too. That would have terrified them. And they, and they love Pulp Fiction. They love it. Wow. So, wow. I guess um, done and done, right? You solved it. I think you solved oh, all gift-giving problems for families all around the planet today. That you might should be, James, you should be proud be of yourself. Of, thanks, man. That could be the best piece of advice I've ever done. Like, did I just peek? You peeked. But Fuck. don't peek too soon because every Friday in <laughs> October... <laughs> <laughs> at 6 p.m. AEST, right here on twitch.tv forward slash Black Swan Society. We're doing our month-long horror movie marathon called Friday Night Fright Fest. It's been going a week now. We've done Hereditary. David pissed himself. It was great. We got the clip. I did a big Check piss, out the yeah. socials to watch it. We have one coming. Th- this will shock you. We've got one coming this Friday. We have one Whoa, coming the next James, Friday. That's a Friday in October. And then we have How one I've seen that coming? another Friday. That's right, David. What? Every single Friday in October, 6 p.m. AEST. James, you've, you've done a Shemalayan twist on me. Shemal- Sh- hmm. The socials are in the description, so check those out. And uh, if you happen to be into rating and reviewing... You could maybe spend some of your rating and reviewing time that you would sort of allocate to doing that. Maybe you could sort of like direct it sort of our way. That'd be good. And even even if you're not into it, could you make an exception for us? Just please and do it any. Do it please just do it anyway. Just, yeah. God, we need it so bad. We need it's so bad. I need external validation, or I'm gonna something bad's gonna happen. 
So please give us a rating or review, or it's going to be a problem. David, I own that Joe hat for a reason, all right? For sure. That's all I'm saying. For sure. That is a direct threat to everyone, actually, that everybody's done. Um, David, before I take us out of here, obviously, with our famous outro catchphrase, do you have anything you'd like to say to the people? Um, Yeah, I'd like to um, thank you for letting me uh, become a load-bearing participant of the advisor in this episode. Uh, you may have noticed throughout the episode that James kind of asked a lot of me um, <laughs> and, and I'm grateful to be able to step up to the plate. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, I, I feel like I was on fire. I delivered the best advice I've ever given. Absolutely. Um, I did some, Without a doubt. I did all the, I, I, you know, I, I just feel like for me, um, vis-a-vis my advice career, this was a peak performance and it's very rare um, in your career to, in the moment when it happens, realize um, that you're on top of the world. And I would just want to thank everybody listening. I want to thank you, James for giving me this opportunity um, to experience the thrilling highs um, of the advice game um, and to, and, and to kind of find my place in the, um, in the kind of, you know, rankings of, of advice givers and advice participants and realize that I'm number one. And that's really exciting for me. So I just want to thank everybody. Wow. Thank you so much for that. Wow. It went from such humble beginnings to such <laughs> egotistical endings. Thank you for that. Um, again, This has been episode 62 of the advisory comeback for episode 63. And David, as we always say, remember, life is a comedy, not a tragedy. Keep laughing and living, folks. Thanks for tuning in to Podcast Name, where we turn your problems into punchlines. Until next time, stay funny and stay fabulous.